Coming up on 5-Minute News. Mike Pence says Donald Trump was wrong to try to overturn election. Amir Locke was executed by Minneapolis police, say parents. And death toll from COVID hits 900,000 in United States. It's Saturday, February 5. I'm Anthony Davis. Former US Vice President Mike Pence has dismissed claims by Donald Trump that he could have stopped Joe Biden becoming president last year. In his strongest rebuttal yet, he said Mr. Trump was wrong to suggest he had the right to overturn the election. Separately yesterday, the Republican Party censured two of its top lawmakers for investigating the Capitol riots. Four people died in the riot, and a police officer who suffered two strokes while defending the building died the following day. The two legislators, Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger, are the only Republicans on a congressional select committee investigating the riots. The statement by the Republican National Committee accused the pair of helping to persecute ordinary citizens engaged in legitimate political discourse. The RNC appeared to suggest rioters had been involved in legitimate political actions, but RNC Chair Rona McDaniel clarified that it was a reference to legitimate political discourse that had nothing to do with the violence at the Capitol. The vote was passed by an overwhelming majority of the 168 RNC members at their winter meeting in Salt Lake City, Utah. The committee said it would immediately cease any and all support of them as party members without removing them from the party. Both lawmakers issued statements in advance of the vote. Liz Cheney said the leaders of the Republican Party have made themselves willing hostages to a man who admits he tried to overturn a presidential election and suggests he would pardon January 6 defendants, some of whom have been charged with seditious conspiracy. Speaking in Orlando, Florida, former Vice President Mike Pence was responding to Donald Trump's comments on Sunday that he could have overturned the election if he had wanted to. President Trump is wrong. I had no right to overturn the election. The presidency belongs to the American people. And the American people alone, Mr. Pence said. The Minneapolis mayor on Friday imposed a moratorium on no-knock warrants after Amir Locke was killed this week as a SWAT team executed a search warrant. Mayor Jacob Frey said the moratorium is effective immediately and will ban requests for and the execution of warrants in which police do not announce themselves. Frey said that while the moratorium is in place, he and Minneapolis Police Department leadership will work with national experts to review and suggest revisions to the department's policy. No matter what information comes to light, it won't change the fact that Amir Locke's life was cut short, Frey said in a statement. The parents of Amir Locke and their attorney said on Friday that police woke him from a deep sleep and that he reached in confusion for a legal firearm to protect himself. Locke's parents, Andre Locke and Karen Wells, described him as respectful, including to police, and said some of their relatives work in law enforcement. Wells said the couples coached their son on how to act and do what they needed to do whenever they encountered police officers because of the danger to unarmed black males. 
They didn't even give him a chance, attorney Ben Crump said, adding that it was shocking that Minneapolis police had not learned from the death of Breonna Taylor, who was killed in a botched raid at her home in Louisville, Kentucky, in 2020, leading to calls for an end to no-knock warrants nationwide. The killing prompted outrage in Minneapolis, where prominent activists confronted the mayor and interim police chief at a news conference on Thursday. Nakima Levy-Armstrong, a civil rights attorney, called the city's release of information the anatomy of a cover-up. The death toll from COVID-19 in the US hit 900,000 on Friday, less than two months after eclipsing 800,000. The two-year total, as compiled by Johns Hopkins University, is greater than the population of Indianapolis, San Francisco or Charlotte, North Carolina. The milestone comes more than 13 months into a vaccination drive that has been beset by misinformation and political legal strife, though the shots have proved safe and highly effective at preventing serious illness and death. It's an astronomically high number, and if you had told most Americans two years ago as this pandemic was getting going that 900,000 Americans would die over the next few years, I think most people would not have believed it, said Dr. Ashish Jha, dean of the Brown University School of Public Health. He lamented that most of the deaths happened after the vaccine gained authorization. We got the medical science right, we failed on the social science, we failed on how to help people get vaccinated, to combat disinformation, to not politicize this, Jar said. Those are the places where we have failed as America. Just 64% of the population is fully vaccinated, or about 212 million Americans, according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. The milestone came as Omicron is loosening its grip on the country. The number of Americans in the hospital with COVID-19 has declined 15% since mid-January to about 124,000. But deaths are still running high, at more than 2,400 a day on average, the most since last winter. And they are on the rise in at least 35 states, reflecting the lag time between when victims become infected and when they succumb. Still, public health officials have expressed hope that the worst of Omicron is coming to an end. While they caution that things could still go bad again and dangerous new variants could emerge, many places are already easing precautions. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. I'm Ken Harbaugh, host of Warriors in Their Own Words, a podcast that presents the unvarnished, unsanitized truth of what we have asked of those who defend this nation. As a country, we need these stories more than ever. Stories from Americans who have borne the battle, including 30-year-old remastered interviews with veterans from World War I recounting their time in the trenches of Europe, and with veterans from World War II, Korea, Vietnam, and from our most recent conflicts in Iraq, Afghanistan, and other battlefields Americans may never have heard of. Hear their stories by listening to Warriors in Their Own Words wherever you find podcasts.